This is the Game Changers Experience. Deep dive conversations with leading business disruptors, Olympic athletes, celebrities, entrepreneurs, and influencers from around the world. This show will teach you insights about the winning principles in mindset, productivity, marketing, branding, entrepreneurship, business strategy, and more. Hosted by Productivity Authority, business strategist, former elite athlete, author, and public speaker, Adam Strong. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Game Changers Experience with myself, Adam Strong, and welcome to today's episode of Power Up Thursday. First of all, apologies for not being on here and personally connecting with you. It's been absolutely crazy busy because as you know, we had the Game Changers Summit, which was literally, we just finished about a week ago. And we just, you know, we've got so much content. It was just kind of crazy. But more importantly, I wanted to really kind of jump on here and get back on here and and really kind of have a conversation with you. and, And so that you feel like whatever you're doing right now, whether it be uh, listen to me in the car, whether it be listen to me in the gym, whether it be listen to me on the sofa and just sort of take in sort of 30 minutes out of your day just to uh, listen to myself, I greatly appreciate it. So today I really kind of wanted to jump on here, share some thoughts about a session that I did the other day. This was on Clubhouse. So if you don't know what Clubhouse is, Clubhouse is essentially the audio only app, only available for Apple users. They're in beta testing mode at the moment. But what I love about Clubhouse is the fact that you can really connect with people and really engage with people. It's non-invasive. It's great for introverts as well as extroverts. Uh, so it's, it's kind of covers the best of both worlds. But I wanted to share an experience with you, which uh, I was actually a moderator for part of a room. Uh, and the subject of the room was called Health, Happiness, and Wealth. And the, and the question is, was, can you have it all? And I really wanted to jump on this, jump on today and kind of really share my thought process and my, my experience and my story, more importantly, about how I define health, happiness and wealth, as you will have a very, uh, as it's very subjective and it's, it's personal to each and every single one of you guys. But I wanted to share these thoughts and, and I suppose, so this was done a, a few days ago as part of this clubhouse and the moderator came around to me and said, Adam, I'd love to know what your perspective of health, wealth and happiness is. And I started off by sharing a story and I want to share that story with you guys and, and, and tell me what your, your, what your thoughts are. Cause we all have our own unique stories. Right. And, and for me, I'm no different. So health and happiness and wealth. Well, for me, it is very subjective. And, and I suppose I want to kind of share my story. So I've got a, a couple of stories to share. Well, from a wealth perspective, which is really interesting. I, as you know, guys, I grew up in West London in a council property, which is state owned. It was myself, my brother, and my mom. And uh, we lived in state property. We lived on state benefits. Uh, my mum never worked because of uh, mental health issues. And I was uh, the oldest uh, with my uh, middle middle brother, who's now middle brother. And we didn't, there wasn't really a lot of wealth that went around, if I'm honest with you. And one of the things that at Christmas time, as, as an example, all the other kids would, you know, write out their, 
Santa Claus Christmas list, right? And they would basically ask Santa Claus what they want on their Christmas list. And, you know, and, and, and Santa Claus would deliver whatever it is that, that they delivered that they wanted. Now, in my case, and for my brother in particular, we didn't really have that luxury, right? So when it came to our main present, as an example, uh, we'd actually share a lot of our Christmas presents from what my mom could afford, essentially. There wasn't a huge amount of wealth, as I mentioned. And one of the things was that that became really apparent to me, really, uh, at the age of 11, more importantly, is that I, I kind of had this epiphany. And some of you know my story, some of you don't. But essentially, we live not so far, about 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes walk from a, a golf club uh, and, and a nature reserve. And so I was walking along the stream, along the river. And I started seeing all these golf balls, which were in the streams, essentially, right? And, and next day, I went back with, with a bucket. And I started jumping in the bushes, started foraging through the bushes, started jumping in the streams. I didn't even have any money for Wellington boots or, you know, I just literally took my shoes and socks off and just jumped right in. And sometimes the water would come up to waist height, right? And then, you know, as you put your foot, uh, as you put your hand down, if you don't see the golf balls, sometimes the water can be really murky and you kind of come up with a gunk of sort of gunk in your hand. And I started collecting golf balls and within my bucket. And then what I started to do is I then started, as I was walking around the nature reserve and the golf course, a lot of the golfers who were kind of, you know, sort of 50 plus, they'd come up to me and they'd like, hey, so really concerned about your safety. I'm a bit concerned that, you know, you're being, you being as young as you are, you know, what is it that you're doing walking around the, the fairway when we're firing golf balls? And I, and I was like, well, the reason I'm here actually is I'm here to rescue golf balls. And they went, what's that all about? Well, you guys lose golf, lose golf, sport, golf balls all the time. Now, this was a, a typical 18-hole golf course. And if you are a golfer, or if you've ever experienced, or if your partner's a golfer or whatever it is, when you, got, when you get to the last four holes, for example, and you, you're down to your last ball, right? You, you, you're beginning to panic because you're thinking, am I able to finish my game? And in the world of golf, that's a serious thing, right? There's nothing more frustrating than not being able to finish your game. So as I was walking around, I'd sort of attract certain golfers that come up to me and they're like, hey, so I noticed you've got a bucket. What, why is it that you've got all these golf balls? Where have they come from? I told them a story. I started rescuing these golf balls. And, and then we started having this open-ended conversation. We started having a conversation of, I'd be interested in purchasing your golf balls. And there was a number of things that was really key in, in our conversations. Number one is they were looking for really top condition. Condition was really imperative because if you had a crap, crap ball, then they couldn't fire it properly. So condition was imperative. Number two, brand. You know, brand was extremely important. If the uh, if I picked up a Slazenger or a Nike or a Dunlop, right? These are big brands. They were worth a lot of money. So, you know, if you play, pay, uh, purchase a, uh, a couple of golf balls, sometimes I'll set you back $10, $12 or pounds, depending on where you are. And so that was a lot of money. And so then we would go into the negotiation process. They'd offer me, say, I don't know, three, two, three pounds for a golf ball. And I'd be like, well, hang on a second. I know this golf ball is worth five, six pounds brand new. 
why don't we meet somewhere in the middle or 75% or whatever it might be. And so the whole point of this is this is where I learned sales negotiation. This is where I learned entrepreneurship. This is where I, I learned these, I suppose, the, the importance of hustle, right? And for me, uh, I'd go back home. And I remember the very first, I remember the very first time I, I did this, right? I went home and I'd, I'd actually had literally pockets full of coins, pound coins, and a couple of notes. And my mom would ask me, they're like, How, where did you get all this money from? Literally, where did you get all the money from? I must have had about sort of 30, 40 pounds of sort of pound coins in my, in my pockets. And I told her the story and she was so proud of me. And, uh, and then I gave her some of the, some of the money I gave towards my mom to, you know, to just to help out really. And obviously I kept the rest for savings and things that, you know, sort of teen, young teenage boys wanted, but that's how I kind of got it, you know, and that's how I kind of, for me, wealth was never really there when I was a kid, right? Wealth isn't such a problem right now, but it was back then. And sometimes wealth can also, like, if you've got a story similar to me, for example, you know, it, it can really create a scarcity mindset, right? About how you make investments, whether it be in your business, whether it be making an, an, an investment in your life, in your, in your uh, relationships, whatever it is, whatever it is that you're investing in, okay? There is a wealth element attached to that. One of the things actually that I shared on Clubhouse the other day, um, about sort of um, probably two and a half years ago, thereabouts, I was current at the time I was living in Scandinavia and I wanted to move back to my home country, uh, back to the UK. And, and I, I'd, I'd left at the beginning of December and on the hunt for a, for a property suit, a family property, a suitable for the home. So I could be closer to other members of my family, including my children. And, and what was, uh, what was really interesting is that I was going through, I, I really put a lot of pressure on myself, if I'm honest with you. So some of you know, I used to be a former elite athlete. I used to study and train with Olympic athletes at the highest level in distance running. And one of the things that, one of the things that I developed, right, was self-discipline, was focus, was the importance of focus, was, you know, to really get stuff done, right? You know, and accountability was absolutely imperative. So for me, I, I de developed this bulletproof mindset, but more importantly, I developed this, this hunger, this desire, this passion for results, right? That for me, I wanted to win. And like all of us, we all want to win, right? So what happened is as I was on the hunt, I, I'd found a property at the time, put deposits down and so forth and blah, blah, blah. And I started to, uh, um, I was so because it was Christmas time and there was, I was going under a lot of financial strain, which then caused a lot of mental health and also emotional strain as well. And I put a lot of pressure on myself, literally put a lot of pressure on myself about making sure I had the perfect home, making sure that, you know, my business was ticking over. Uh, I couldn't see my, my family who was going to come over in December. They weren't able to come over till January. Uh, and that put a lot of stress and pressure on myself as well. Um, so there were a lot of things that I put on myself. And what actually happened off the back of that is that my, when they did eventually come over and, you know, try to create, I, I, I went into, I went into super, super, super work mode and, and I became what they call tunnel visioned. 
because my business was under pressure. I felt, you know, as a provider, like for me, I'm an, I'm an alpha male, right? I'm an alpha male. So it, that basically means that I really love to do the best for and protect my family as, as most of you guys do. Right. You know, and for me, and I, I, I work hard. And, and one of the things I, when, when I've come under pressure, I, I see the need to just, you know, the best way to be resourceful is, is be resourceful of your time. And so my business was under pressure. I was under pressure mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and financially. And it all pretty much came crashing down because my relationship started to be affected, um, especially with my partner and, and things like that. And, and what this cause is it, is it, is it caused these breakdowns and this straining and whatever it is. And, and I thought to myself, you know, all of this hard work, I, I was, I was thinking to myself, I'm doing it for you guys. Right. And my health started being affected. I started losing my memory. You know, I, I, I literally, my, I just broke down, literally just broke down. And, and I, I can't believe I'm sharing this on my podcast. Right. Um, but literally I, I broke down and about when was it about three about three months later my relationship come under serious serious strain by this time my other half uh, at the time she she turned around and she said to me she said adam she says you've changed and, and you need to go and get help and i was like what do you mean i need to get help what i i, I don't understand i need to get help uh, she said yeah you've changed and, and 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 you're just you're not a nice person anymore i went really she says, yeah, your behavior, your habits and, and everything else that they've all changed. So I went, okay. And it, I knew that something wasn't quite right because I started losing my memory. Right. And I was so tunnel visioned in terms of the process and about what I was doing everyday life. And I put this so much amount of pressure on myself to be able to, to win and do things and, and be, be a provider. And, uh, and it got to the point where I'd, I, I wasn't depressed. It wasn't depression at all, but I I'd really kind of come under a lot of pressure on myself. I put so much weight on my shoulders and, and I became very overwhelmed more than anything else. Uh, of being able to, there was a, there was also some other life changing events that happened during that, during that three month period, you know, I mean, moving house is stressful in its own right. And, uh, you know, and then you've got someone else who's moves in with you, who isn't familiar with the environment and that kind of stuff. And, and uh, having young kids as well, which has its own pressures as well. But anyway, cut a long story short, I reached out to uh, a good friend of mine because I knew I didn't want to go to the doctors because I knew they'd prescribe some sort of medicine or medication, which I just didn't see. I didn't see the benefit of that because of, uh, you know, I just didn't see the benefit of that. So I reached out to a good friend of mine who's probably one of the most credible life coaches in the UK. And we sat down and he, and he asked me, you know, what's going on? And I was like, you know, I'm losing my memory and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And they're like, wow, Adam, you are not well. And then it all came crashing down, literally came crashing down like a ton of bricks with this realization that I wasn't well, literally wasn't well uh, mentally. And it was affecting everything. And so I really needed to needed to take a step back and take some time out. And uh, I literally had to stop work pretty much for the best part of around three or four months, just so that I could keep, I, I was working, but I was, um, 
just doing sort of for a few hours here, a few hours there, think, you know, just being able to, so I could cope. So my coping mechanisms were essentially were just pushed to the limit and I just couldn't cope anymore. And I put this huge amount of pressure on myself. And so one of the things that, uh, you know, for me, getting help was the number one priority for me. And he helps me a lot. Um, you know, and that's the sign of a strength of a leader is to ask for help. You know, we all need help. Uh, whether you're running a business uh, or being an entrepreneur, we all need help. We all don't have the answers to uh, what, whatever challenges that we're going through right now. And for me, um, you know, I did get the help uh, and I did make a recovery, which was great. But one of the things that we become, especially when we become stressed a lot, and we put ourselves under a huge amount of pressure is that we start to reduce our pre uh, perceptual awareness of our surroundings, our environment, you know, our care and stuff like that. So some of the things that helped me, especially with regards to health and happiness in particular, is I started creating or writing out a gratitude journal uh, about things that I most value or the things that I've achieved with myself. Cause I, I, I had the impression that I wasn't achieving anything. I felt useless. I felt, so there was a lot of self-esteem and self-confidence issues that came off the back of that. But I span that around. I turned it around. I'm like, do you know what? These these are the things that I've achieved, and I I, was, I I list so many of them, and and it made me feel good. It was kind of this injection of of feel good energy, which made me really turn things around for me. But it did take me a good six months to get my memory back to really be me. You know, it really did take a, quite a while. In fact, it was maybe even sort of six to nine months before I really got things uh, back into the full swing of things. So I just wanted to jump on here. Now, if you're listening to me and you're listening to my stories right now, okay, I'd love to know more about what health, wealth, and happiness means to you. And can you have it all? Because for me, my realization is that yes, you can. I'm here in the Mediterranean as an example. I'm here at the moment in the Mediterranean. Why am I here? Well, I'm here purely because as a good friend of mine said, Dan Priestley, who's a, as a mentor of mine, he says environment dictates performance. And so if you surround yourself with, with, with an environment that's going to energize you, that's going to give you uh, passion, that's going to give you, that's going to help maximize your productivity, that's going to bring the best out of you, then you've got to change your environment if you have not already done so. So this is the reason why I'm here in Cyprus. So I'm able to deliver as much as I can, uh, me and my team, but more so, I'm more happy a person for doing so because I've made some different choices. And if you're an entrepreneur or a business owner listening to this right now thinking, you lucky sod, right? The, re the reality is, is that I'm no different from you. The only difference is, is that I've made some different choices. Okay. And, and that's the power of being a human being is that we all have choices. We all have choices. And so it's all about making the choices that's right for you. It might not be right for somebody else but it's got to be right for you. That's the reason why I'm here. So my question to you guys is health, wealth, and happiness. Can you have it all? Okay. Do you believe you can have it all? Because if not, why not? And if you can, again, I'd love to know. I'd love to know what your opinions are. I'd love to know what your story is. And, you know, it's a really interesting conversation. And I love to really connect with you guys on a more personal level to know from your perspective about what health, happiness, and wealth means to you.
and how do you see it and and if you and if can you have it all so listen if you haven't already seen me or listened to me i'm on clubhouse that's the apple only audio app and my username is at adam strong that's at adam strong if you follow me on clubhouse you'll then be notified of when i'm running certain events and if I'm a moderator in other events, then I can ping you into certain rooms so that you don't miss out on some of these wonderful conversations that we're having around this. But listen, love to hear from you guys. If you are listening to this on Apple, do me a favor. I would really greatly appreciate it if you could leave a one or a five-star review, whichever you felt was a value. If you felt that I connected with you in this conversation or even in some of our shows that we've had previously, I'd love it if you'd re- drop a quick one paragraph uh, review about the podcast. Uh, if you're on Android, please go to Podchaser, P O D C H A S E R, podchaser.com, and uh, listen to us on there. You can also leave a review, a one, a one paragraph review on there as well. Uh, it'd be great to see you guys. So, listen, looking forward to, c- to connecting with you. Do me a favor if you want to uh, connect with me on my social media links below. Uh, you can do that and do uh, you can move forward to that. And again, like I said, connect with me on Clubhouse and my username is at Adam Strong. So listen, wherever you listen to the world, uh, listening to this in the world, have a fantastic day and be mindful of what, what I said. Take care. See you soon. Bye-bye. Hey, you guys, I just want to say thank you so much for listening in to this episode of the Game Changers Experience. I hope that you got some amazing value, some great insights and golden nuggets that you can implement into your business straight away. I would really, really appreciate it if you could leave a five-star review on the button below. Have a fantastic day and we'll see you on the next episode. Take care.